But yeah, so the bill was over a hundred. But um, for pie, I hope you get diabetes. I hope that's what they give you. I hope you eat this pie and you get thirty-eight dollars for apple. Okay, first off, I don't even know we can be friends anymore. <laughs> Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rough Stock Podcast. Uh, this is number 16, and it's our quick our quick little hitter for Thanksgiving. We wanted to get one in before the holiday weekend, so um, this is actually going to be coming out as you are listening, Thanksgiving. So, hope everybody has a good Thanksgiving holiday and gets full and watches some football and take some naps uh follow the podcast at roughstock podcast on instagram i'm at roughstock 1984 bj is at this is my dad bod go to roughstockpodcast.com for links to all the places you can listen to the podcast the donate page and if you have a chance go to the apple podcast uh, page and rate and review the podcast and subscribe so we can get these metrics going up and get some more listeners and yeah if you feel like it comment uh send us a dm what else oh uh you can leave a voice message and we can feature you on podcast so if that's something that sounds cool do that and we'll uh yeah, hope you enjoy the show. Mike's hot. Level's good. Here we go. Rough stock number 16. Welcome back, everybody. We're making it happen again. Three weeks in a row. Consistent. <laughs> a little bit earlier than usual this week. You know, it's this is Thanksgiving week. Yeah. So... You know, we got all the uh, the issues of Thanksgiving. Not really the issues, but, you know, the uh, other people taking time, right? Taking minutes out of the day to want to be entertained. I got family in town. Uh, Melissa's parents are in town visiting. And uh, I had to go up to LA. I was just telling you. I had to go up to LA yesterday to buy pies. Because they don't sell pie um, in Orange County. Sweet Lady Jane's. No, I was talking to, uh, so yesterday before I went to, before I had to drive up to LA to get pie, I had an appointment with my orthodontist, not orthodontist, my oral surgeon, because I got an implant done and then it's been healing. And in order to do the final crown, they have to remove a, uh, a flap of your, of your gum tissue. I didn't know that he was going to do it yesterday. Well, that's what he did yesterday. (laughs) I thought he was just going to go. He mouth scalped you. I just thought he was going to look in there. And he sits me down there, chair. He's like, all right, well, let's get you numbed up. I'm like, whoa, what? Like, why? He's like, oh. He's like, we're uh, going to do your, I think they call it a reveal. (laughs) I don't know if they call it a reveal. But anyways, he's like, oh, yeah, we we got to expose the, uh, the implant site. And then we'll contact your dentist so that he can, he can put, uh, you know, you get your molding done and get your implant done. But if everything goes well, this will be your last, you know, the last time you see me. And so he's like, all right, let's get you numbed up. And he does the topical number, you know, the little 
Mm-hmm. It was pina colada flavored. So put seven lip. And then did you uh, get lost in the rain? No, no, just a little pina colada. Okay. No, just okay. mouthful right. of bad tasting numbing solution. And then he does the shot, and then he does another shot. He's like, "All right, let's let you uh, let you numb up." And uh, I hate those things, man. I hate when they give you the shot. You know, that's like the worst part of the whole thing when they're you're just sitting there. You're not everything's fine, and then they just have to do that needle down your down your gum tissue. But no, um, that never feels good. No, and then so I get he he's like, "All right." get numbed up and i'll come back and check on you he comes back he's like all right let's do one more right he goes this one's not gonna feel good it's in the you know roof of your mouth i was like great so he's just jamming this thing in there this was not well sir the first one felt pretty terrible to start with so uh, i'm glad this one's not gonna feel good well the worst part of all of it was that i didn't expect it you know when you don't expect pain <laughs> yeah, it's like true. stubbing your toe or hitting your head on a cabinet it's like it makes it 10 times worse and so he gets me all numbed up and then uh, just starts cutting away or whatever. But so he's like, what are you doing now? I was like, well, I got to drive up to L.A. to get pies. He's like, he's like, why? Why are you going to L.A.? And I was like, there's a place called Sweet Lady Jane's that my my wife and her family really like pies from. And he's like, oh, yeah, I heard of that place. He goes, yeah, we just got our our pies at Costco yesterday. Yeah, like, like a normal person that doesn't want to drive 40 I know, minutes. Man, I'm thinking internally. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So end up driving up to L.A., uh, listen to podcasts. I listened to a Jocko podcast. It was a good one. Uh, talked about uh, fitness. They're doing a review of the the manual that like was the precursor to the Marines standard operating manual. Mm -hmm. And the guy was talking about, but it was written in like the thirties and forties before like fitness was a thing. And the guy's like, right. We need to prioritize fitness. So you need to lay, say, lay aside two days of, uh, of fitness time or two days where they have an, an hour of fitness time where they need to take at least 50 minutes to complete a, I think he said like a five mile walk run. And I was like, that's a 10-minute mile. That's not exercise for military. 50 minutes for five miles? Yeah. Walk, they no walking in that. That's, oh, yeah. I guess that's true. That, that's Maybe it moving. wasn't five miles. Maybe it was longer. But yeah, that, that's that's pretty significant. It might have been longer. But the basically, they were just like, that was like the mindset whoa, back whoa, then. Whoa, 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 whoa. 30 bucks for a pumpkin pie at this place? I, I don't pay. I don't know. No, I no, no. I, this is I, I googled it because I have the capabilities to find information. One pumpkin pie, sorry, one nine-inch pumpkin pie. I don't know what size we get. It's that's the only size they make. Okay, well, we got three of them. We Ninety dollars in pumpkin pie. Do you know how much well, pumpkin no. pie? How much, how much of the apple and the pecan? Wait, first off, do you know how much pumpkin pie you could acquire at Costco for ninety dollars? Probably ten. Oh my god, thirty-eight dollars. For pecan pie. And what's the apple? Because that's well, what we got. Sorry, 38 to 60. I guess if you get the deep dish, it's a $60 pie. I don't know what we got. Wow. But yeah, so the bill was over 100 But um For pie. I hope you get diabetes. I hope that's what they give you. I hope you eat this pie and you get it. $38 for apple. Okay. First off, I don't even know we can be friends anymore. <laughs> this is insane. Do you not understand that this is standard in the Dole household when my wife makes decisions on purchases? It can't be normal. It has. Do they to have? Be. A, is there like a special box that they use? No. No. Just a just a 
white box. No, no. There's pink nothing. Box? Is it a pink it's box? A yellow, it's box? a yellow box. Yellow box. So, okay. So, right now, but, we're but paying we're paying $8 <laughs> for a yellow box. But it's on the corner of Broadway in Santa Monica. It means nothing to me. Me too. So, but anyways. Broadway in Santa Monica. Yeah. Mm. Listen, uh, sorry, I, I just in, uh, in Montana. In I Santa just Monica. need anyone that is listening and has had these pies. If this is the best pie you ever had, and you can tell me, hey, that apple pie is a thirty-eight dollar apple pie. I need you to immediately stick your head in a toilet and flush it because you're out of your freaking mind. It's good pie. I don't know. I don't. It's pie. Hey, you remember how you told it's me flour and sugar? Wait, remember last it, week when nope, you told me? I don't remember anything ever that. You go along because it's not worth the fight. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's just not worth the fight. It's not worth the fight. Okay. Okay. Hey, it's not worth the discussion. It's not worth the discussion. You know what though? It may not be worth a discussion, but now you will be berated for being the guy that pays thirty dollars for a pie. Yeah. Well, shame. Oh my gosh. I mean, Strip me down and and yell easy, shame, bro. Easy, bro. Relax. All right. Go Walk ahead. me go through back the to town story. center. So I get there. I get the pies, and. I'm driving through LA and man, it, it looks like Mad Max. There's boarded up windows. There's people with plexiglass around the outside of their restaurants with people sitting out on these patios looking miserable. Everybody's just, they're just like zombies. People are just walking around like zombies. And I'm like, man, why does anybody live here? Can't wait to get back to Orange County. So yeah, I would never, and meanwhile, I, I hate my, LA so much. Meanwhile, my mouth is just killing me because I just had it cut open and the, and the numbing is starting to wear off. That's, there's something about so, LA that I just hate more than most other places. I think it's like a culmina- it's like a culmination of all the things that I don't like, like crowded space and bombs. About, you've and been in, I've never bad. been in New York. You've been in New York. Yep. What? I don't like it there either. Yeah. Same thing. It's just busy. It's, the thing about New York is I went to New York in the summer. It's very unique in the summer because not only do you have millions of people on this little island, but mm-hmm. they have dogs. And so the whole island smells like hot dog piss. <sighs> And God, like walking around terrible. and like everybody's super important and mad and, it's and all it concrete. smells like hot dog piss. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not my favorite place to hang out. Dude, we were in, and then we were in we were in Seattle a couple weeks ago. Same thing, man. Just looks like a hellscape. I'm like what the hell? Like why is anybody living in these places? Anyways, I like the orange bubble. <sighs> yeah. You know, everyone talks about like, oh, people in Orange County and their orange bubble. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's I'm a, all in this bubble. It's a I great, love the bubble. This is a fantastic place. There's like a, I don't leave like a 20 mile radius unless I absolutely have to. It's a now, great place. that being said, we did have a little adventure this weekend. Mm-hmm. We took the kids, you know, since uh, COVID has ruined everything, you can't really have like big parties and stuff. And so we decided that we were going to go to uh, Bear Mountain. Mm-hmm. We we're going to go up to Big Bear and we rented a cabin up there with some friends and the cabin was cool. Everything was cool. Uh, but we're there, you know, we got, there's four kids up there. We got two eight-year-olds, a six-year-old. And three-year-old. And so we're like, what are we going to do with these kids? Real limited in that age span. Because mm. three-year-old can't do a lot of physical stuff. Mm-mm. And the older kids don't want to do little kids stuff. So you got to try to find a sweet spot. And they have this place up there where they have alpine sleds. Right. So it's like, you know, you're, it's uh it's like a bobsled. Yeah, yeah. Like a friendly, kid-friendly bobsled. So they have like built tracks for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're built okay. tracks. They're like all set up. And we go up there on Saturday. Mm. And we're looking around. And it was overwhelming. <laughs> like, it literally took us forty-five minutes to get to the the little the little amusement park yeah. because the traffic was so bad on the two-lane road into and out of Big Bear. You told me it was crowded, so it was super. And then, like, 
Again, we've talked about it. I enjoy the six feet of space. There's no space. People are bumping into each other. They're like breathing down each other's necks. Like I saw some dude hits a lady with some hot man breath waiting in line. Just how long well, that's, is the line? That's San Bernardino County, right? I don't so know they got different restrictions than like LA. I don't and know what county. county it is, but I'm against it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so we're there and it's insanely crowded. It's insanely packed. Mm-hmm. And I managed to talk everybody out of going. I'm like, hey guys, this is really, this isn't what we want to do. This isn't what we want to do right now. Let's go do something else. So we get out of there and we go back um, Monday. Hmm. We're like, well, maybe everyone's left on Monday. It won't be so crowded. We go back Monday. The, we ha- Well, first off, there was a lot of, oh, we'll do it tomorrow. Maybe in a little bit, you know, with the kids to not do it. Wait, you drove back down the mountain? No, no, no. It was up. We were up oh, there. Oh, you stayed yeah, up. Yeah, we okay. stayed up there. You meant you went back to the sledding we went, thing. Yeah, we went gotcha. back to like the, the sledding place. And so um, we go and we still waited in line for almost an hour for the kids to do this bobsled. And I was like, hey, you know what? It's going to make the kids happy, whatever. Yeah, if you were Disneyland, crazy. that'd be normal. Yeah, but it's not Disneyland. That's it's true. like it's like it's like a it's like a county fair. Right. So like you get on a ride at the <laughs> county fair, you're like, oh, that's cool. You guys use duct tape and zip ties to hold this together. Awesome. <laughs> like that's basically what we were doing. We went to the county fair of the mountain and the kids rode on a sled yeah. in no snow down a hill. Yeah. The guy pointing you to where to go only has two fingers. Yeah. You know, like, how'd that happen? Don't worry about it. Thank God he has a mask on. We yeah. wouldn't be able to see his tooth. Yeah. But so yeah, it's just, it was nuts. It was just crazy. It was packed. It was a lot. I was like, oh, get- yeah, I'm totally not going to go. I'm going to stay down here with the dog and make sure nobody steals him. And then you had an adventure coming down the mountain. Yeah. And then coming down the mountain, you know, I've got a fairly, my truck's only three years old. So it's in pretty good shape. I like to think we could take it just about anywhere. Nope. Well, we don't. We take uh, <laughs> we take the 05 Yukon XL with like 180,000 miles on it when we go places. And so coming down the mountain, all of a sudden the uh, the oil pressure gauge starts pegging out at 80. And I'm like, oh, no. And then my wife's hitting the brakes as she's going down. And the whole front end of the truck is shaking like crazy. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, these two things go great together. You know what sounds good for Thanksgiving break? Death. So your oil pressure was was pegged, and then your was it your brakes that was shaking? Yeah, I think it was the brakes. Yeah. Maybe it was the whole front end. Maybe it was the tire. Maybe the tires were about to fall off. I don't know. Hmm. But anyways, we get home yesterday, and I was like, okay. On the way home, we're like, let's just take it in and get an oil change. Maybe it's a clogged oil filter or something. So we swoop on into our local Valvoline instant oil change, which I don't know. They're not might not be the sharpest crayons in the box working at that spot. But uh, their heads exploded when I told them I couldn't actually get the mileage on the truck. Why? Well, because the buttons in the steering wheel don't work anymore. And that's how you get to it. Right. And the button that gets you to the mileage doesn't work. Right. And so they had some really difficult times figuring out how to change the oil without knowing the mileage. Uh, Shouldn't be a Because apparently they have to report that to Carfax. So every time you get your oil changed, they report the mileage to Carfax. So Hmm. we're there forever while they're trying to do the oil change. And then they go through the whole pitch where they try to sell you everything. Right. I'm talking to them, I'm like, hey man, do you have to show me all these? He's like, yeah, I gotta show you all of them. <laughs> I was like, well, the answer is no for all of them. You know, he's going down the list. He's like, oh, we could do a tire rotation for $29.99. I was like, no, I'll do that on my own. Yeah. He's like, well, what about uh, coolant, coolant flush? I'm like, nope, I'm good. Uh, what about this? Like, no, man, I'm good. By the time I left, if I would have done everything they asked for, I would have been out two grand. Did you guys have to actually get out of the car? Or was it was one of those ones where you drive. No, you just drive through. Drive over the yeah, thing. you just yeah, drive yeah. through. That's kind of convenient, though. Yeah, I like those. Um, but we finally get all that stuff done, and I get home, 
and use the old trusty Google machine to figure out what's wrong with the truck and find out that it's an oil pressure sensor. So after they changed it, it still was pegged. Yeah, still pegged out. And so I get back home, find out this oil pressure sensor, start looking for it, which thankfully it's in the most inconvenient spot it could possibly be in the vehicle. And so I have to go down and buy some special tools to get to it. Always. But, oh, and then it's just this little dinky piece. It looks like a little bootleg uh spark plug mm -hmm. and it costs 60 bucks for one of them and so i'm like oh man like if, if i would have taken this to a mechanic to do that's probably a 250 piece plus labor like that's probably a 500 job to get that thing done do you think the parts on your on that truck are are more expensive or is it, is it just plug and play for all cars if that's what it costs i think the older cars like that yeah that they make a lot of like GMC or GM didn't make a whole lot of engines. They made that Vortec engine for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many of them out on the road. I think it's probably, the parts Surplus. are a little bit cheaper because yeah. of it. But that was a $60 piece. So I got that. And then I was like, well, I know the brakes are bad because it was they were squeaking and then it was front end was shaking. So who knows what that was about. And so I end up like, oh, let's just get some new brake pads. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting out there with my daughter this morning and she's helping me do the brakes. And as we're taking it apart, one of the calipers like explodes. I was like, yeah, well, that I might still, be why the that might be why the car was shaking a little bit. Which I still don't understand. You showed me the damage, but so did it do that when you took it apart? It must have been like that before just, I took it apart. And when it was all just held together. It yeah, just it just like thing. the bolts were holding it together That's and it crazy. took those bolts out and it just That's decided crazy. it was not happy. And so we ended up back down at the old auto zone getting pieces yeah. to fix that. But you know, all said and done, it took us about I say we probably spent three hours of work, four hours of work and two or three hundred bucks. Yeah, and I saw you driving, and it works. Yeah, I drove down the road, didn't kill anybody. So uh, maybe we'll just take some short trips for a little while until we make sure all the parts that I put in are good and secure. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about Turkey Day plans. <laughs> I'm just uh, sitting at home with just the in-laws, really. And uh, I think my mom's got something going on. My mom's got something. Oh, shout out to my, my dear ma. She got a jobby. She got a little jobby which she's been working hard to get over the past, uh, how long has lockdown been? March. I think so we're pushing 300 days. Six Probably months? Close to 300 days. What is that, six months? Yeah. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Eight. That's eight months. Yeah, so, you know, she's been grinding hard. She's had a bunch of interviews, and she finally got her, she finally got a spot. That's and, awesome. And it's a good spot, so congrats. Shout out. If you listen, if you listen to mom, well done. <laughs> yeah. She's not the only one that got a job though, huh? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm tentative. I mean, yes, the, the answer was a, was a tentative yes until I, until I sign paperwork. I don't count my chickens till they're hatched, but hopefully we'll see what, what goes on with me. But I'm not talking. I don't want to jinx nothing. All right. We're so not, I'm talking. not talking. We're not talking. Let's talk about your brother. But He's so self-centered, dick. Yeah. And then, yeah, my little brother. Shout out to my little brother, Alex. He got... He got a, a little jobby with uh, with Hogue doing um, what is it PT? So he's he's going to be a PT's aide, which is awesome for him because he's done. He was called a a lift technician, I think they called him when he was working in he was working in like a surgery recovery before with like elderly people, and uh, I think his title was like a lifter, <laughs> which my brother is a giant. So I think when people saw him, they're like, "Yeah, you're a lifter." So he's, he's, you look he's like you'd be capable of picking up people and things. Yeah. So 
good good uh good juju for him lots to be thankful for this thanksgiving and uh i like that tradition i like that do you like that tradition when you, you get around the table everybody's got the food do you just all dive in or do you do the everybody anybody want to say something they're thankful for um we used to i feel like we did that when i was a kid i don't need to do it at dinner like we I do that see. with our kids every night like every night when we tuck the girls in, we ask them, you know, what's something you were thankful for today? Oh, that's cool. I guess so. It's kind of like a good thing for them to think about, you know, when you're putting them down at night, a good thing that happened throughout the course of the day or mm-hmm. put their mind in a good spot as they go to bed. So that's something we always ask them. Huh. That's good. That's already in there. I used to hate that though when I was a kid. I'm like, what am I thankful for? I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> I'm thankful that I have this plate of food that you're not letting me eat. And if I hit, if I get slapped in the head again for stealing a bite of gravy, like I'm really not going to know what to do with myself. I liked that part. That was always one of my favorite because you'd sit there and think about what you're really thankful for. I, I like that one. Really? Did you know what you were thankful for? Did you even realize like how good you had it? Yeah, I used to say like I'm thankful for my Nintendo. Mm, or I yeah, would say like I'm thankful for my Sega Genesis. I th- I'd be thankful for you know just random stuff, but you know it was. It, I thought I always thought it was cool that you just everybody got their turn to say something. I thought that was neat. Especially when you're a kid, too. You don't really get to say much, you know. It's good. Yeah. I don't know. My kids talk all the time. I feel like they never <laughs> shut up. They always got something to say. I think it'll be fun to do with Meredith as she gets older, too. And this new little one that's coming. Just ask them what they're thankful for. Yeah. It's kind of funny because they sometimes, like, they'll say they're thankful for, like, when you ask them, they, they find these, like, really like specific events or something that happened in the day that they're thankful for. And it's something like super weird that you would never have realized. Right? Yeah. You're like, it's like hey, odd that's, stuff. That's where their head's at right now. Yeah, that's what they're cool. stoked about. That's it why they're funny. happy. And, and that we're going to let that run. We're going to go with it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what Meredith would bring up. She'd probably, she'd probably bring up like a, a new Elsa toy. I got her or something like that. Right. But yeah, a lot of times it's the toys that they're thankful for. But yeah, I love Turkey date. I love the Cowboys playing. What's your favorite dish? Favorite Thanksgiving dish? Oh, wait a minute. So it's not going to be the Redskins, right? Because it's usually the Cowboys and the, oh no, it's is it the Cowboys and the Chiefs that play, or is it the Cowboys and the Redskins? They don't always play each other. It's always the Cowboys. It's always the Lions. Oh, it's oh, and it's that's somebody right. else on their schedule. That's right. That's right. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a good Thanksgiving. I think people, I think it's a good, you know, it's a good positive thing. I think that people can do towards the end of this covid thing even though we're all going back into lockdown but like like we kind of said last week people are adjusted to the whole lockdown they're adjusted to the covid crisis situation so i think you can have some normalcy in these holidays except for the fact really like (laughs) they're saying you can't have more than 10 people at a a gathering yeah but who's really i mean are people really going to follow that i think people are going to try to have their holiday gatherings and enjoy themselves yeah i'm sure they are hopefully that goes through like that but i think it's hard to say though because i i think with them dialing up the media dialing back up again like the covid and you know having covid news breaks and having the little icons down at the bottom of the screen when they talk I think they're trying to dial it back up. I think especially in LA, they keep instituting all these new rules about, I know. you know, we're on a California, we're on a lockdown from 10 to 5 a.m. An unenforced lockdown, but there's a curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. I saw a social media post. It was like, what? Oh, does the 10 a.m. or does, does the 10 p.m. curfew apply to homeless asking for a friend? <laughs> 
Because there's, what, 30,000 homeless in L.A.? What are they supposed to, like, are they breaking the law? Are you going to well, arrest them? Don't get that thing going again. Last time we were worried about the homeless, they put them up in the Ritz-Carlton. I know, man. And, they, then, and then they were pissed see, because they took the TVs and the toasters out of the room. And like, this isn't even a hotel room. You're not giving us all the amenities. Look at and see, rough stock. We had the plan. We had the Thunderdome planned out. We figured it out. We were, we could have financed the entire lockdown with the bum Thunderdome. But they they paid for them to be in hotels. I know. This I is what you should have been on the you should have been on the board. Should have been on the committee. Is yep. there a committee that I can get on for this? Yep. I'm surprised yeah, think, they didn't um, call you. But where was yeah. that where I was I was really having a bum thunderdome moment the other day. I'm trying to remember where I was at and I was like, this would have been perfect. Well, while you think about that, here's something to think about. What do you so you just criticized me about my pie escapades. Mm-hmm. So Melissa this morning also went to go get honey baked ham from the honey baked hand store. And then I make my sweet potatoes. I make I make a special sweet potato dish. They're kind of like a a spicy sweet potato dish. Do you so, buy your sweet potatoes somewhere specific? Costco. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Does Costco also sell ham perhaps? <laughs> yeah, they do. It's weird. But okay. it's not Go it doesn't cost it doesn't cost enough. So what are your what's your table and fixins look like? What's or do you not plan that far ahead? Oh, uh, well, this year's going to be a little bit different, you know. We uh we had some plans and you know, one thing that you got to keep in mind with like the our covid restrictions now or in not even covid restrictions, but it's just that every individual has a different stance. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has a different uh, level of comfort with COVID and what they're into, yeah. you know, what they're willing to expose themselves to and whatnot. And so uh, we had some plans that kind of fell through because of a change in, you know, how they felt about COVID. Really? Yeah. Which is fine oh. because everybody's entitled to those, you know, you can't tell somebody you're, you feel the wrong way, right? right? You just can't say that. And so really, it's not that big of a deal. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so instead of, you know, sticking with those initial plans, we're looking at some other options. we got some property out in Julian that we're going to go do the final paperwork on today. Uh, and we're talking to them about, hey, do you think maybe even though it doesn't close until Monday, we can come out there and camp Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Oh, I didn't know you were going to do that. Yeah. And just hang out because <laughs> that would be super fun. Just, just you and the fam? Yeah. We'll just go and have turkey sandwiches and whatever. I've got a deep fryer. I can deep fry a turkey out there or bring a generator and run the Traeger and smoke one, whatever. Dude, that'd be nice. That'd be cool. And so it would just be kind of, uh, that's an option to do. Or we can go down to the beach Thanksgiving. I mean, we have all these options of things that we can do. But Hmm. I think with this year, uh, like I said, being the way it is and not really knowing where we're going to be Thanksgiving Day, Hmm. the menu hasn't really been a priority. Now, yeah. last week, last Thursday, we did a Thanksgiving pre-run. Yeah, I know. And I smoked a turkey. How did that turn out? It was freaking awesome. So you smoked the turkey, and then what was the class at So night? it was an iron sh- one of the iron chefs. Yeah, tell me about that. Um, Michael Simon is his name. Yeah, yeah. Big ball dude from Cleveland. You know, yeah. this guy, he knows how to make some some groceries. Uh-huh. And so uh, he, the, whole, the whole purpose of the show was something that the uh, Marina's company put on, <laughs> and it, he was teaching everyone how to make Thanksgiving sides, you know, because so many people screw up the sides and he was hilarious. He was talking about, uh, well, one of the cool things about it is you were able to have like a Q and a with him while he was cooking. So even though oh, it was nice. over zoom, it was almost like you were, he was in the kitchen with you uh-huh. as he was doing stuff. And so, uh, there were people on there and they're like, 
uh, well, what's a vegan alternative? I'm vegetarian, what's an alternative? And so he was talking about stuffing. And when he made the stuffing, he made it with sausage. So you brown the sausage first. And first off, I didn't even, never thought about putting sausage in stuffing. Next level, right? It's so good. Wait, so were you cooking alongside him? Along with him. He, okay. in the, in the, um, the, the uh, like the preliminary, the instructions that came out before, uh, okay. they said, hey, these are the things you're going to want to have prepped before it nice. starts. And so it, everybody was playing the Food Network game. You know, we yeah. all had our, our dishes, our ingredients set up. Things were cut, things were chopped, things were peeled. So all you had to do was add when he said to add. Uh-huh. And so uh, we make this stuffing and somebody comes on the Q&A and they're like, uh, what's a substitute? What's a vegan substitute for sausage? He's like, oh, you know, a really good vegan substitute for sausage is sausage. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, what about vegan butter? He's like, don't use vegan butter. He's like, don't just, just use like a really good olive oil. Vegan butter's gross. Don't do it. And they're like, oh no, actually it's really good. He's like, oh, actually it's not just use olive oil. <laughs> He's like, Hey, thanks for the lesson chef. Yeah. And so he was, he was awesome, man. He was so funny. But, uh, it was good. Everything we made was really good. We made uh, mashed potatoes. Yeah. Right. Taught us how to make mashed potatoes. And the nice. best thing about this, he said that when he was a chef, he was learning and he learned in the French style that when they made mashed potatoes, it was a one to one ratio potato to butter. Hmm. There's no cream. There's no like there's nothing fancy in there. It's potatoes and butter. So, so is it potato pounds or potato? Pound, pound per pound. Pound per pound. Okay. Pound per pound. And so because I was thinking volume, I was like, yeah. well, potatoes are kind of smug, you know. We didn't do we didn't do pound for pound, mm-hmm. but he's like, we'll go three quarter pounds or three sticks of butter for every pound of potatoes you put in. Okay. First off, those potatoes were like the most bomb potatoes ever. I bet. And he had a great he had a great like message behind it. He goes, yeah, it's a lot of butter. He goes, but ask yourself this: How often are you eating mashed potatoes? Not often. Yeah. So when you make them. Make why good. not make them taste awesome? That's why when people Amen. go to a restaurant and they're like, oh my God, this is so good. That away. Like, uh, it's because it's full of butter and oil and garlic and delicious. Right? You don't sit there. The, the chef's not sitting there going, oh man, I wonder. Maybe we should pull back on the butter. We'd hate for that somebody to. That's the worst, man. I mean, think about even what that lady said with uh, the vegan question. It's like, this is supposed to be a good time. <laughs> why Enjoy try, it. Why are you Enjoy trying to control it. these situations? Oh, don't right put now. constraints yeah. on a good time. Yeah. Just be into it. So that was a really cool experience. And so a week early, we did the Thanksgiving with stuffing and potatoes and all that. That's good. Um, And so, yeah, if I have a turkey sandwich or if I have a Stouffer's lasagna, I don't really care what what we're going to have Thanksgiving. We're all just going to be hanging out, having a good time. Do you have a lot of leftover from that turkey you smoked? We already ate it all. It's been like four days. Stuff Mm -hmm. doesn't last long around here. That's good. This This is a hungry house. My problem is I always have too much leftovers after Thanksgiving. I end up eating ham for weeks. Well, at least the good thing about ham is ham's pretty good afterwards. It's always good. Ham sandwiches. Ham yeah. sandwich. I honestly think that my body kind of gets mad at me, though. About two weeks. After, about a week and a half after after ham sandwiches at every meal. <laughs> so maybe you should do this. Maybe you should. This is just kind of like a fun experiment. You should weigh out the ham as you eat it and realize at what weight is your body like, all right, dude, this is enough. Mm. Like, is it like seven pounds of ham? How much ham that your body you? says? No. Yeah, I should We're track done it. hamming out. That's a good point. I should track it. Like at some point, your body just gets tired of stuff. Even if you're eating kale. Yeah. You know, your body's going to be like, hey, bud, this is enough kale. I definitely like, I definitely... I'm a ham at Thanksgiving and, and holiday person over turkey. Some people love the turkey. I'm always, I mean, ham, I, I just think ham tastes better. It's sweet, smoky. 
I'd eat ham. I'd eat turkey all year round. Well, you made but they're that, not available. You made that awesome turkey. You said. Yeah, but they, you can't find. I mean, you you pay a premium for turkey ten months out of the year, That's and all true. of a sudden Thanksgiving comes around. They're forty cents a pound. Well, yeah. Then Melissa's Melissa's company gives out um, vouchers for. I think it's a. I think it's a turkey from Costco. I don't know, but they give a they give a voucher for um for a turkey. I'm surprised she doesn't find the local natives and ask them to go out and hunt a turkey with a knife and bring it to her for dinner. Dude, it's I watched... probably easier than driving to LA for pie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't figure it out, man. I don't know why. She just gets they there's like some ideas she gets in her head about this is the one that we need. Around. I hope she never listens to this episode. She will. Oh. And oh. she'll tell me she's not like that. And I'm like, okay. But uh, speaking of natives, I watched uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving with my daughter. And they told the story of like the Mayflower. Or not the Mayflower. The, the I don't know what the Pilgrim. Was it the Mayflower? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Anyways, they told they told the story about the Pilgrim Crossing. The Mayflower. And then they told the story about like the chiefs that came and helped the Pilgrims. And um, the way they had them talk and the way they had them illustrated. Were you offended? I wasn't offended, but I was like, someone's offended. <laughs> I was like, if someone watches this today, there's someone who's offended by this. There's someone because who they just were... finished protesting uh-huh. the Washington football team. I was like, who's like, guess who? Guess what, Charlie Brown? Yeah. You're now, next. Now Charlie Brown's going to be the loser. You are next. But yeah, I thought about that. Meredith loved it, though. It's good. It's good, though. Those old school cartoons are always fun. We've been watching a lot of Frosty the Snowman. She likes that one too. I don't like that they remastered it. The if you got it for Blu-ray, mm-hmm. they redid the illustration over the top of the, and you can kind of tell where they did the new illustration on top of the old illustration. And uh, I don't like it. I like that old, like grainy, you know, when they would be on TV. Yeah, I don't know that I would ever notice that. Well, I do. I don't really pay attention to that though. The only holiday movie I watch, the only Christmas movie I watch, is we watch The Grinch. Okay. We'll watch the old one. We'll watch the Jim Carrey version. And then we watch uh, Christmas Vacation. That's the best. Gotta love it. It's the only one that matters, really. No, I think I told you this story before, but we were out uh, camping this summer. And my daughter comes in the in the motorhome. She's like, hey, daddy, is the shitter still full? I'm like, <laughs> oh, come on. You can't say that. Even though I was laughing. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> gotta realize that saying shitter's full is not something that kids should be saying it's the proper terminology i mean it is i, I can't falter for that she oh, was yeah. spot on with the usage my other favorite holiday well my favorite movie of all time is actually white christmas with Bing crosby never seen it it's great i grew up on it it's my it's my favorite movie really even when it's not the holidays it's really still, yeah man actually go ahead it's kind of it's that thing where it's it wasn't reality can is it's not reality. Like people just break out into song and dance <laughs> randomly. You don't do that. No. <laughs> just that's why people look at me funny when I do it. <laughs> like people break out into choreographed dances and singing in the middle of the movie. Remember when people were doing that and it was such a big thing? Uh, what are those called? Uh, flash mobs. Yeah. When you would be out in public and all of a sudden a song would come on and people would start dancing. Mm. I feel like that wasn't that wasn't a bad thing. No. We could go back to that. I liked it when they did the flash mobs that were like. The frozen ones where they would just stop moving. It would be like everybody would turn into f- to statues. People freak out. Now, if you were out walking and or you were out in a, a public place and that happened, what would you do? Would you freeze? Would you be like, oh, everybody else froze? What am I supposed to do? No, I'd probably just keep walking and be like, oh, they're doing one of those things. Well, 
I'll it would start, be cool. I start tickling people. I don't think it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you couldn't stay frozen. <laughs> Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Yeah. I don't think it would be fun to be around when someone did that. Kind of be like kill the experience. But I like seeing the videos of them because it looks neat. It looks neat as like a as an event. My kids do that. Remember when you were a kid, you'd be like jinx, and people couldn't talk. Things. Yeah. So like they do this thing now where they like pinch poke on me a they're like, or whatever. They're like freeze, and then you have to freeze. And so they like do it to each other. And they they each get mad, and I was like, all right, I got a version of the game ready. Mute. I try to mute them, and they don't work. No, it never works. No. I was like, dang, I don't know how the freeze button works, but the mute button never works in this game. I started playing. Uh, did you ever hear Jocko talk about the normal face game on his podcast Mm-mm. that he plays with his kids? No. So you get a pool noodle and I cut it in half and I give one to Meredith and I get, and I get one and then play normal face. It's kind of like keep a straight face. Like, you know, when you do that laugh game right. or whatever or staring game. Right. And you just do normal That's face. Good one. And first person to break normal face, you bonk him, <laughs> bonk him with a <the> pool noodle. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, she loves it. She only lasts one second ever. She immediately starts laughing. You're like, hilarious. Oh, now I will beat you with I'm a noodle. I'm like, you're no, you're no good at this game. I'm going to hit you with this noodle. <laughs> <laughs> but she thinks it's super fun. Because then I always end up laughing because she's laughing so hard. And, I right. up, and then she starts bonking me. So it's fun. And then she just forgets the rules and starts hitting people with pool noodles. Well, way to teach her how to follow structure. Well, yeah, you got to. So the idea is to teach her to try to control even even laughing like troll control your emotions a little bit you know can't control laughing yeah once the laugh starts yeah i remember being a kid and being in elementary school and somebody got in trouble and i started laughing and they come over they go if you don't stop laughing you're going to the office and they just kept coming and yeah it was bad i know that's what actually i remember how'd you get through football I just laugh. I've had a mouthpiece. I could just bite on it and mm. bite down really hard and try not to laugh. <laughs> the um, We were up at uh, Marina's dad's house and we're sitting around the table and every now and then like a laugh just takes over yeah. and I can't get it to stop. And it's like a five minute laugh oh, Jesus. where it's like I can't catch my breath. I feel like I'm going to pass out. But we were in there and, and he had fixed breakfast or something. I'm like, man, that was good. And he looks over at me with this real serious face. He's like, that'll make a turd. <laughs> And I started laughing <laughs> and it mustache. would not stop. And I, it, the laugh just kept coming. That's so funny. And every time someone would be like, what's wrong with you? I would try to get those words. It'll make a turd out of my mouth. And the laugh it. would just carry again. And it would all start over. It was insane. Yep. Belly laughs. Long-term belly laughs, folks. That's what keeps you sane. Gotta have it. <laughs> Sometimes it's fun to just laugh. I feel like there's not enough just like genuine laughter. I feel like, like you don't. Do you can't lot. like sit back and laugh and just enjoy something because it's funny. Or, uh-huh. or you, if you can, I can guarantee you're not doing it enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're older now. When you're, I mean, when you're a kid, you do it all the time. You yeah, but that's why. That's why old people suck. Think about like <laughs> even think about athletics. Like I was watching. We were watching football this weekend because we're stuck in a cabin, and I was watching football and I'm looking at these guys and like a guy like. Uh, uh, what's his name? There's some guy for the Rams. He ended up getting hurt. He's like 38 years old, right? Uh-huh. Been in the league forever. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, look at this guy. Like, yeah, he probably just blew his knee out or something. But there, I'm not even 38, but I know I couldn't go out and play football again. Right. Like, and then I started thinking, like, well, probably because, and like, when was the last time I sprinted? You know, like, I don't know. It'd take a long time for me to come up with that date. Mine was a year ago. Or like, I can actually remember it was a year ago because I was trying to get ready for. Um, uh, a jujitsu competition, 
And then I got pneumonia. Ew. And I thought a good way of curing pneumonia would be to go run sprints. Mm, yeah, that's <laughs> Actually, that's, that's facetious. Are you sure you're not a doctor? That's facetious. I didn't know I had pneumonia yet. I thought I just had the flu. But I was getting over it. And I was like, all right, I'm getting over whatever this chest cold thing was. I'm going to go. I need to get back in shape for this competition. I'm going to go run some. Sp- I'm going to go run some sprints. Next day, I wake up at like one in the morning. <gasps> I can't breathe. I literally can't. My airway is closing. So I go up into the urgent care. They're like, yeah, you got walking pneumonia. <laughs> I was running pneumonia a few hours ago. <laughs> I was like, seriously? So yeah, that was last. So last November, it was a. Uh, because the competition was the eighth, and so I had no, I had pneumonia. Probably October. It was right before Halloween. But that's the thing. Like when you were playing, when you're in athletics, you're Every doing these day. sprints and multiple times a day. Like you're conditioning your body to do these things. Constantly. Just like when you're a kid, you're laughing at everything. Everything that's is true. so funny. Yeah. And so like you've conditioned your body to laugh and enjoy stuff. And then at a certain age, everyone gets this stick in their ass, and they can't have fun anymore. And so. You stop laughing at stuff because, well, this is serious. This is not funny. Uh-huh. This is a serious issue. And you stop laughing. And then all of a sudden, you like forget how to laugh. You forget just, how to sit back and just let that giggle <laughs> take over your whole body. You just need to start laughing. What if that's a, that's an experiment? Let's do that. Let's oh, come yeah. in. When you're out in public, when you're out in public and something is funny, like in, maybe in a setting that's not supposed to be funny, just laugh hilariously. Well, no, because you still have human decency. Like, you can't laugh always. <laughs> but, like, you can enjoy it. Like, uh, I, I think that we need to laugh at more stuff. I think in general, people need to laugh at more stuff. Because I yeah. think stuff is funny. I think a lot of times, though, there's, like, a consideration that we have for other people and what they're going through. And so, like, people won't like to laugh at someone's immediate hardship. Falling where, down. Yeah, you're getting laughed at for falling down. Like, you, there's no help. Like... Here's an example of me laughing at something terrible. So when we're up in Big Bear, my buddy's got a three-year-old. He's got the three-year-old on his shoulder and they're walking and we go underneath this sign and everybody goes and you know, I'm a little bit taller. So I duck to get under the sign because Mm -hmm. naturally when I see something anywhere near eye level, I just duck because I've hit my head enough times and no, I don't like it. Right. And my buddy who's like right at six foot, he doesn't think to duck because... Mm -hmm. Things are built for his height. Right, right. And he walks and all of a sudden you hear, boom. And this three-year-old's kid, his dome hits this sign and like dented the sign, right? He's got a head on him. And and so the kid starts crying and I'm laughing. And it's like, why are you laughing? I was like, oh, I've been there so many times. That's my favorite. Those are the one that I can't avoid. Like, And that's the hard one too is like when Meredith or or I see another kid just eat it. God, that's so funny. And you just put him. And Melissa always tells me, she's, I, I'll immediately get a smile and start chuckling. Like, I'll be holding back this chuckle. And she's like, why are you laughing? Because it's funny. And she's like, help her up. I'm like, I know I am, but it's still funny. See, you know, I will catch myself. Like, I choose to try to listen to things that I think are funny. Uh-huh. Like, I, I listen to comedy podcasts or yeah, comedy yeah. albums. The best is listen to a comedy album. Yeah. The only downside is... You will be in the car laughing like a freaking hyena and people are driving by and you're like, man, I don't even care what you're looking at. This is yeah. so funny right now. That's the best place, man. I love laughing in the car. But I used to like going to comedy clubs too. Like I've always loved going to like the improv. Yeah, me too. And listening to comedians. And now it's like, oh, well, you drive through comedians. I was yeah, like, well, I don't know if that's as fun. I don't know how much the Uber is going to charge me to sit in the parking lot with me. They're doing in-store or in-club uh, shows in Texas. Uh, Texas is kind of far from us. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. That's not like a 
<laughs> it's not like a Thursday night. Yeah. Stop by Texas, see what's going on. You know, I had that thought the other day about like if drive-through movies are going to make a comeback permanently. I, think they are. I know, but like permanently, and you wonder because you know they just kind of fell off. I mean, they were get they were demolishing. I mean, they're in Westminster. Remember, there used to be that. Uh, there used to be that that movie theater right off Beach in the in the four hundred five at Westminster, mm-hmm. and I used to go to that one a lot when I was a kid with my parents, and they demolished that and built some built a bunch of stuff there. Oh, there's just, there was no need for it. You I know. know there was no need for it, and then the movie theaters like you ever been to the Sinopolis where you get that big reclining chair with a heater in it Mm-mm. and a waitress that brings you cocktails no, I've during heard. the movie. I've heard, but I've never. Oh gone. my gosh, they're awesome. Those we, are closed though, right? Yeah. yeah. All the, th- well, I don't know. All AMC the theaters were was closed. Open. I know AMC over in the district was open, but. I felt like most of the movies I went to that were very socially distant because I don't go see a movie opening weekend because I don't like people around me anyways. Yeah. And so when I go to a movie that's a couple weeks old, it's like me and three other people in there watching the movie. Well, you wonder, you wonder why drive-ins fell off in the first place because like People they, became more responsible. They weren't making babies in the backseat of cars anymore. So there's no reason to have a drive-in. You think that's what it was? Yeah. Population started decreasing. That's all it was. Decreasing? Our population's yeah. bigger than it's ever been. Oh, because we have people moving in and out. But for the most part, it's the, pop, we're like a little bit more developed than to have a rapidly increasing population. Hmm. Well, Weird, drive throughs are making a comeback. Yeah. We'll that's see cool, if they though. hang around. Like I like the drive-through, and I like the idea of like if the like the lawn chairs in a truck bed. Yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of fun to just sit back there and watch a movie. I mean, I'm sure we'll probably be somewhere around there uh, this Christmas break. You know, yeah. we like to throw the blow-up movie screen and turn on Christmas Vacation and turn it up loud and harass the neighborhood with it. Hopefully, yeah. the neighbors you know just come over instead of calling the police. But you never know. Melissa's never been to a drive-through or a drive-in theater. Really? So I think maybe through all this, I'll, I'll take the opportunity. And Meredith would definitely love it. She's at that age now. Well, she'll sit there through the whole movie. She'll sit through the whole movie already? Oh, yeah. I used to take the girls she'll in the make dollar watch, movies. She wants to watch another movie. I used to take the girls in the dollar movies um, during the summertime over in uh, in Woodbridge, in Irvine. Yeah. yeah. And That's so open. We'd, we'd go to the dollar theater. And basically, all it was is I would take them to the movie. I would get them a bunch of candy. And I would just sleep through whatever we were watching. I'd take a nap. They'd wake me up if they had to go to the bathroom or something. But, <laughs> you know, the, I think we saw Trolls two or three times and Smurfs movie. And yeah. I'll just lay there and sleep. Yeah. I need to take my, Meredith, I haven't taken her to the theater yet. I meant, I meant movies like at home. She'll sit through a whole movie at home. Mm. But theater movie's the different. Theater. Yeah, we'll see. Because it's hard. I feel like it's harder for them to keep their attention yeah. in a the theater movie. Because at home, if they get distracted, there's like their world. In a theater, if they get distracted, they're just in a dark room. Yeah. With some popcorn in it you know whatnot it's fun you know you go and you buy them the crap food and you get candy and a slurpee and popcorn and you sit there and you go on a cinematic adventure do we used to love remember in high school we used to watch a lot of movies go to a lot of movies we used to theater hop to all we'd go see all the movies in one day might as well it was a good time nothing else to do good times. no responsibilities just say hey, i think we'll go to the movies today well, what are you gonna see all of them yep. <laughs> Welp, I think that does it for our Thanksgiving episode. I felt like that was pretty random. I felt like we were all over the place today. Yeah, it was a good one. Had some good thoughts. Hope so. Good Had thoughts. some good thoughts. Told some good stories. Um, like I said, we're pretty much back on a roll weekly. Uh, and we'll be getting these out. Until the next dole is born. Until the next dole is born. Or That'll there's slow things down a little bit. Uh, another COVID uh, pandemic. 
uh, on top of this one, which I doubt will happen. So, um, yeah, get us at Roughstock Podcast on Instagram. I'm at Roughstock1984, and BJ is at This Is My Dad Bod. Go to roughstockpodcast.com for all your listening needs. And, and if, a t shirt. Buy yourself a t shirt while you're there. I need to make them. <laughs> all right. He's going to make some t shirts. Need to buy one. I keep saying I'm going to make them. I, I, I will get around to making them. Don't know when though, but uh, there is a link to uh, to our donate page on there too, so you can do that too if you want. If you want to give us some change, but and then we'll send you a t shirt. Yeah, not likely, but <laughs> <laughs> might be a white Hanes t shirt that says t shirt. Yeah, just uh, some sharpie on it says rough stock. Um, yeah. So until next time, this is David and this is BJ, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>